Section 1 of The Reconciliation of Races and Religions. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. The Reconciliation of Races and Religions by Thomas Kelly Chain. Section 1 introduction to men and women of goodwill in the british empire a message reprinted by permission from the religious society of friends we find ourselves today in the midst of what may prove to be the fiercest conflict in the history of the human race whatever may be our view of the processes which have led to its inception we have now to face the fact that war is proceeding upon a terrific scale and that our own country is involved in it we recognize that our government has made most strenuous efforts to preserve peace and has entered into the war under a grave sense of duty to a smaller state towards which we had moral and treaty obligations while as a society we stand firmly to the belief that the method of force is no solution of any question we hold that the present moment is not one for criticism but for devoted service to our nation what is to be the attitude of christian men and women and of all who believe in the brotherhood of humanity in the distress and perplexity of this new situation many are so stunned as scarcely to be able to discern the path of duty in the sight of god we should seek to get back to first principles and to determine on a course of action which shall prove us to be worthy citizens of his kingdom in making this effort let us remember those groups of men and women in all the other nations concerned who will be animated by a similar spirit and who believe with us that the fundamental unity of men in the family of god is the one enduring reality even when we are forced into an apparent denial of it although it would be premature to make any pronouncement upon many aspects of the situation on which we have no sufficient data for reliable judgment we can and do call ourselves and you to a consideration of certain principles which may safely be enunciated one the conditions which have made this catastrophe possible must be regarded by us as essentially unchristian this war spells the bankruptcy of much that we too lightly call christian 
no nation no church no individual can be wholly exonerated we have all participated to some extent in these conditions we have been content or too little discontented with them if we apportion blame let us not fail first to blame ourselves and to seek the forgiveness of almighty god two in the hour of darkest night it is not for us to lose heart never was there greater need for men of faith too many will come the temptation to deny god and to turn away with despair from the christianity which seems to be identified with bloodshed on so gigantic a scale christ is crucified afresh today if some forsake him and flee let it be more clear that there are others who take their stand with him come what may three this we may do by continuing to show the spirit of love to all for those whose conscience forbids them to take up arms there are other ways of serving and definite plans are already being made to enable them to take their full share in helping their country at this crisis in pity and helpfulness towards the suffering and stricken in our own country we shall all share if we stop at this what do we more than others our master bids us pray for and love our enemies may we be saved from forgetting that they too are the children of our father may we think of them with love and pity may we banish thoughts of bitterness harsh judgments the revengeful spirit to do this is in no sense unpatriotic we may find ourselves the subjects of misunderstanding but our duty is clear to be courageous in the cause of love and in the hate of hate may we prepare ourselves even now for the day when once more we shall stand shoulder to shoulder with those with whom we are now at war in seeking to bring in the kingdom of god for it is not too soon to begin to think out this new situation which will arise at the close of the war we are being compelled to face the fact that the human race has been guilty of a gigantic folly we have built up a culture a civilization and even a religious life surpassing in many respects that of any previous age and we have been content to rest it all upon a foundation of sand such a state of society cannot endure so long as the last word in human affairs is brute force 
sooner or later it was bound to crumble at the close of this war we shall be faced with a stupendous task of reconstruction in some ways it will be rendered supremely difficult by the legacy of ill-will by the destruction of human life by the tax upon all in meeting the barest wants of the millions who will have suffered through the war but in other ways it will be easier we shall be able to make a new start and to make it all together from this point of view we may even see a ground of comfort in the fact that our own nation is involved no country will be in a position which will compel others to struggle again to achieve the inflated standard of military power existing before the war we shall have an opportunity of reconstructing european culture upon the only possible permanent foundation mutual trust and goodwill such a reconstruction would not only secure the future of european civilization but would save the world from the threatened catastrophe of seeing the great nations of the east building their new social order also upon the sand and thus turning the thought and wealth needed for their education and development into that which could only be a fetter to themselves and a menace to the west is it too much to hope for that we shall when the time comes be able as brethren together to lay down far-reaching principles for the future of mankind such as will ensure for us for ever against a repetition of this gigantic folly if this is to be accomplished it will need the united and persistent pressure of all who believe in such a future for mankind there will still be multitudes who can see no good in the culture of other nations and who are unable to believe in any genuine brotherhood among those of different races already those who think otherwise must begin to think and plan for such a future if the supreme opportunity of the final peace is not to be lost and if we are to be saved from being again sucked down into the whirlpool of military aggrandizement and rivalry in time of peace all the nations have been preparing for war in the time of war let all men of goodwill prepare for peace the christian conscience must be awakened to the magnitude of the issues the great friendly democracies in each country must be ready to make their influence felt now is the time to speak of this thing to work for it to pray for it
5. If this is to happen, it seems to us of vital importance that the war should not be carried on in any vindictive spirit, and that it should be brought to a close at the earliest possible moment. We should have it clearly before our minds from the beginning, that we are not going into it in order to crush and humiliate any nation. The conduct of negotiations has taught us the necessity of prompt action in international affairs. Should the opportunity offer, we in this nation should be ready to act with promptitude in demanding that the terms suggested are of a kind which it will be possible for all parties to accept, and that the negotiations be entered upon in the right spirit. 6. We believe in God. Human free will gives us power to hinder the fulfilment of his loving purposes. It also means that we may actively cooperate with him. If it is given to us to see something of a glorious possible future, after all the desolation and sorrow that lie before us, let us be sure that sight has been given us by him. No day should close without our putting up our prayer to him that he will lead his family into a new and better day. At a time when so severe a blow is being struck at the great causes of moral, social and religious reform for which so many have struggled, we need to look with expectation and confidence to him whose cause they are and find a fresh inspiration in the certainty of his victory. August 7th, 1914 In time of war, let all men of goodwill prepare for peace. German, French and English scholars and investigators have done much to show that the search for truth is one of the most powerful links between the different races and nations. It is absurd to speak, as many Germans do habitually speak, of Deutsche Wissenschaft, as if the glorious tree of scientific and historical knowledge were a purely German production. Many wars, like that which closed at Sedan, and that which is still most unhappily in progress will soon drive lovers of science and culture to the peaceful regions of north america the active pursuit of truth is therefore one of those things which make for peace but can we say this of moral and religious truth in this domain are we not compelled to be partisans and particularists? And has not liberal criticism shown that the religious traditions of all races and nations are to be relegated 
to the least cultured classes that is the question to the treatment of which i as a christian student offer some contributions in the present volume but i would first of all express my hearty sympathy with the friends of god in the noble russian church which has appointed the following prayer among others for use at the present crisis footnote church time september fourth nineteen fourteen end footnote Quote, deacon stretch forth thine hand o lord from on high and touch the hearts of our enemies that they may turn unto thee the god of peace who lovest thy creatures and for thy name's sake strengthen us who put our trust in thee by thy might we beseech thee hear us and have mercy End quote. certainly it is hardness of heart which strikes us most painfully in our we hope temporary enemies the only excuse is that in the book which christian nations agree to consider as in some sense and degree religiously authoritative the establishment of the rule of the most high is represented as coincident with extreme severities or as we might well say cruelties i do not however think that the excuse if offered would be valid the gospels must overbear any inconsistent statement of the old testament but the greatest utterances of human morality are to be found in the buddhist scriptures and it is a shame to the european peoples that the buddhist indian king ashoka should be more christian than the leaders of german culture i for my part love the old germany far better than the new and its high ideals would i hand on filling up its omissions and correcting its errors o house of israel come ye let us walk in the light of the lord thou art the god of peace who lovest thy creatures end of section one